When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Coffee Break German Magazine, Season 1, Episode 9. Herzlich willkommen zu Coffee Break German. Ich bin Andrea. Und ich bin Marc. Wie geht es dir, Marc? Es geht mir sehr gut, weil wir heute über Musik sprechen. Sehr gut. Das war ein sehr guter Wahlsatz. I think I really should know that kind of Wahlsatz by now. This is And you do. This was great. Yeah, Excellent. The listeners don't know that we recorded it three times. To <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Break German magazine. This is the show which will help you and me take our German to a different level, to a new level and really experience German language in a whole variety of ways. Yes, and today, as Mark already said in his perfect subordinate class, <laughs> we're talking about music. We are indeed. We've got a text all about a, a German-speaking composer, and we'll find out more about that in just a moment with Oliveira. So, let's get started. Bist ja, du bereit? ich bin bereit. Los geht's! So, as we said, we are going to be joined by Oliveira and we'll listen to the text. And then after that, we'll have a chat about the language contained in that text. Also, Bühne frei für Oliveira. Hallo, liebe Zuhörer. Heute geht es bei uns um einen Musiker. Wir verraten euch aber noch nicht um wen. Also, fangen wir an und schauen wir, ob ihr erraten könnt, wer es ist. Heute geht es um einen bedeutsamen und weltberühmten deutschen Komponisten des späten 19. und 20. Jahrhunderts. Mit seinen Opern Salome und Elektra und seiner Tondichtung Alpensinfonie wurde er in der ganzen Welt als Opernkomponist und Melodist berühmt. Er war stark vom Werk Richard Wagners beeinflusst und wird heute als dessen musikalischer Erbe angesehen. Seine Werke sind für viele bis heute der Inbegriff der modernen Opernmusik. Könnt ihr erraten, um wen es geht? Er komponiert bereits mit sechs Jahren seine ersten Musikstücke und bis zu seinem 18. Geburtstag sind es schon etwa 140. Schon als 21-Jähriger wird er Musikdirektor in Meiningen. Ein Jahr darauf dritter Kapellmeister an der Münchner Hofoper und zwei Jahre später zweiter Kapellmeister in Weimar, wo er sich auch als Dirigent und Komponist behauptet. Seine in Weimar verfasste symphonische Dichtung Don Juan macht ihn zum wichtigsten jungen Komponisten in Deutschland. 
Auch im Ausland gewinnt er zunehmend an Anerkennung. Auf einer Reise nach Ägypten komponiert er 1894 seine erste Oper Guntram mit eigenem Libretto, die aber nur wenig Erfolg hat. Im selben Jahr heiratet er die Sopranistin Pauline de Ana, mit der er die nächsten 55 Jahre bis zu seinem Tod verheiratet bleibt. Er widmet ihr viele seiner Kompositionen und porträtiert sie sogar in seinen Tondichtungen, ein Heldenleben und Sinfonia Domestica und später sogar in der Oper Intermezzo. In den folgenden Jahren kehrt er als erster Kapellmeister nach München zurück, zieht dann aber nach Berlin, um sich voll und ganz dem Komponieren zu widmen. 1908 bezieht er mit seiner Familie ihre neu erbaute Villa in Garmisch-Partenkirchen. Im Ersten und im Zweiten Weltkrieg verliert er beide Male sein Vermögen, aber seine Musik ist so wertvoll, dass er und seine Familie es überstehen können. Nach den Schrecken des Ersten Weltkrieges wollen er und sein Librettist Hofmannsthal den Menschen wieder die Schönheit der Kultur nahebringen. Gemeinsam mit Reinhard und dem Bühnenbildner Alfred Roller gründen sie 1920 die Salzburger Festspiele. Auf Tourneen in die USA und nach Südamerika bringt er in den darauffolgenden Jahren seine Musik in die Welt, während sich die Familie in Wien verankert. Nach dem Zweiten Weltkrieg zieht er in die Schweiz, zieht aber 1949 in seine Heimatstadt Garmisch-Partenkirchen zurück, wo er im selben Jahr stirbt. Sein Haus ist seitdem als Institut und Museum für die Öffentlichkeit zugänglich. Seit 1989 wird jedes Jahr im Juni ein Festival in seinem Namen in Garmisch-Partenkirchen veranstaltet, bei dem unter anderem auch die besten neu entdeckten Talente aus dem internationalen Raum gefördert werden, aber auch etablierte Stars der Opernszene auftreten. All das wird vereint unter dem Fokus auf seine unsterblichen Werke. Habt ihr erraten, um wen es geht? Der beste Tipp ist seine Komposition »Also sprach Zarathustra«, die als Titelmelodie im Film 2001 »Odyssee im Weltraum« benutzt wurde. Wir sprechen natürlich über Richard Strauss. Richard Strauss. Äh, kennst du ihn? Ja, jetzt. <lacht> <lacht> yeah, I think the last clue there was probably the, the, the best clue. Do you, you know the film? You're, you're familiar with that, that, that theme? Ja, genau. Was tust du da, Mark? Das weiß ich nicht. <lacht> A reference to the film, of course. Okay, let us now go back through our text and we will analyze the language contained therein. Okay, over to you. Heute geht es um einen bedeutsamen und weltberühmten deutschen Komponisten des späten 19. und 20. Jahrhunderts. Okay, so heute geht es um, um we've seen this construction before, mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. things are about or it's about, we're talking about. Yes, einen bedeutsamen und weltberühmten deutschen Komponisten. Right, so the weltberühmten is world famous. Yeah. And he's a German composer. Mm -hmm. um, bedeutsamen? Ja, so be kommt von bedeuten, Bedeutung. To Significance, ah, okay, meaningful, right. huh? so, right. so significant or meaningful, uh, 
und, und world famous German composer. Genau. Des späten 19. und 20. Jahrhunderts. Ja, so des späten 19. Oh, so the from the late, late 19th, 19th and of the 20th, the 20th century. century. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gut, super. Mit seinen Opern Salome und Elektra und seiner Tondichtung Alpensinfonie wurde er in der ganzen Welt als Opernkomponist und Melodist berühmt. Right, so with his operas, mm -hmm. Salome and Elektra, um, and his... Now, I know this is a tone poem because I know yeah. a little bit about rehearsals, but it's a tone poem and it's called the Alpen Symphony. Um, he became known in the entire world as a, a composer of operas yeah. and a, a melodist, yeah. basically someone genau. who writes beautiful melodies. Genau, super. Er war stark vom Werk Richard Wagners beeinflusst. Right, so beeinflusst, is that influenced? Yeah. So it's interesting there because the Fluss part is like a river and mm -hmm. the, the fluence, the confluence of yeah. rivers, we can see a link there. So he was uh, heavily influenced yeah. mm -hmm. um, by R Richard Wagner's work. Mm -hmm. Und wird heute als dessen musikalischer Erbe angesehen. Right, and that's a little more complicated. Uh, wird there is like to become. Nein. Okay. Das ist ein Passiv. Oh, it's a passive. Wird right. angesehen. He is seen. Yeah, regarded, regarded as. So he's regarded, but I'm not sure what the Erbe is. Ein Erbe is an heir. As in the heir Someone of, who inherits right, okay, something. Okay, so H-E-I-R, yeah. an heir. Yeah. Right, so he is regarded as... Uh, Oh, is this right? So he's regarded as the heir to Richard Wagner's work. Is that kind yes. of thing? Right, okay. Yes, exactly. Seine Werke sind für viele bis heute der Inbegriff der modernen Opernmusik. So his works are for many people uh, to this day the something of modern opera music, the Inbegriff. So the Inbegriff would be Uh, the perfect example, the embodiment of this. Okay, so it's the embodiment of uh, modern opera music. Yes. Is there another word in English for epitome? that? Epitome? Yes. The epitome yes. of something, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a nice word. Um, can I just double check? Der Inbegriff der modernen Opernmusik. Mm -hmm. We got a genitive there. Yes, of the. Of the, yeah. Der mm -hmm. modernen Opernmusik. Okay. Könnt ihr erraten, um wen es geht? Uh, could you guess about who, about whom we're talking, who, who yeah. is? You know? Yes, can, exactly. Can you guess who it is? But of course we're not revealing this just yet. Not yet. Okay, let's continue. Er komponiert bereits mit sechs Jahren seine ersten Musikstücke und bis zu seinem 18. Geburtstag sind es schon etwa 140. Okay, um, so he, we're, we're talking in the present tense here, aren't we? Yes, uh, um, we, we can do this, even if we talk about something in the past. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a narrative uh, present or something It's like a that. type of rhetoric. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So he composes already mm -hmm. uh, at the age of six his first music piece, mm -hmm. music pieces, it's plural. Yes. Um, and bis zu seinem 18. 
den 18. Geburtstag, so, and by his 18th birthday, genau. the, the number of musical pieces yes. is now around 140. Genau, okay. sehr gut, super. Schon als 21-Jähriger wird er Musikdirektor in Meiningen. Okay, so um, as a 21-year-old, mm -hmm. um, he becomes, because that word is a become yeah. there, yeah, he becomes the music director in Meiningen. Yes, Meiningen is a place. Yep. Okay. Ein Jahr darauf dritter Kapellmeister an der Münchner Hofoper. So one year later, ein Jahr darauf, so mm -hmm. from there, um, he is the third... Kapellmeister, the chapel master. I don't know what you would call it. I'm a total yahoo. I don't know anything about operas, etc. Okay. Um, well, I think the Kapellmeister would be uh, the, the the conductor, the choral director uh, of the choir. So the conductor of the choir. So I think he's the third conductor of the choir at the Munich High Opera. Nein, nein, Hof Oper, Hof is the court uh, of, of the, the monarch. Yeah, so the, the court opera. Um, so he's the third uh, director, musical director or choral director of uh, the Munich Court Opera. Genau. Und zwei Jahre später, zweiter Kapellmeister in Weimar. So two years later, he becomes the second choral director, the second in charge choral mm -hmm. director um, in uh, Weimar. Mm -hmm wo er sich auch als Dirigent und Komponist behauptet. So this, sich behaupten. Aha, so sich behaupten means that you're, you're doing well, you show them. Yep. Uh, you, you prove yourself. So the Hauptstadt is the main, uh, the main city, is the capital. Ja. Mm -hmm. The Haupt there is that to sort of establish yourself as the main thing. Um, so are you asserting yourself, something like that? Yes, I don't know if uh, it comes from okay. that. Uh, etwas behaupten, obviously, means to claim something. Yep. And uh, sich behaupten means that you you prove yourself. You, right. Um, you show someone that, that, that you can capable. do it. Okay. Yeah. So he shows that he has become a dirigent, a conductor mm -hmm. and Komponist, a composer. Genau. Good. Seine in Weimar verfasste symphonische Dichtung, Don Juan, macht ihn zum wichtigsten jungen Komponisten in Deutschland. That's one of these um, adverbial phrases that is full of things that don't sound right in English. Um, his Brackets, written in Weimar symphonic Aha. poem Don Juan. Yeah. <laughs> so his symphonic poem, poem Don Juan, which was written in Weimar. Exactly. Macht ihn zum wichtigsten jungen Komponisten in Deutschland. So it makes him uh, to one of the... Or, uh, no, not no. to the most important. All right, okay. So, yeah. um, but the, the zum, the, the machen zu there... Turns him, turns him into, into yes, yeah, so it makes yeah? him into mm -hmm. one of, sorry, the most important young composer in Germany. Yes, very good. Auch im Ausland gewinnt er zunehmend an Anerkennung. Um, okay, so also abroad uh, gewinnt er zunehmend an, an Erkennung must be something about being known. Yeah, respect. 
Okay, so ja. sie gaining respect. Yes, exactly. Right, so the zunehmend means uh, more and more. So he's also gaining more and more uh, recognition yes. abroad. Yes, very good. Auf einer Reise nach Ägypten komponiert er 1894 seine erste Oper Guntram mit eigenem Libretto. Right, so while he was traveling to Egypt, um, or a journey to Egypt, he composed, or composes, mm -hmm. in, 19, in 1894 rather, his first opera called Guntram. And did he also write the libretto? So the words of the opera? Yes. Okay, so with his own libretto. Exactly. Now the sentence is not finished. Okay. We're adding a relative clause. Die aber nur wenig Erfolg hat. So the D refers to the opera. Opera, okay. So which, however, only a little success had. Yes. So it wasn't uh, particularly successful, that no. one. No, exactly. Okay. Im selben Jahr heiratet er die Sopranistin Pauline de Anna. So in the same year, im selben Jahr, he marries mm -hmm. uh, the soprano Pauline de Anna. Mm -hmm mit der er die nächsten 55 Jahre bis zu seinem Tod verheiratet bleibt. Um, with whom he remains married uh, for the next 55 years until his death. Genau. Er widmet ihr viele seiner Kompositionen und porträtiert sie sogar in seinen Tondichtungen Ein Heldenleben und Sinfonia Domestica und später sogar in der Oper Intermezzo. Right, so I, I guess this is another example of these things that you kind of know what they mean, but mm -hmm. I would never be able to come up with that. Avidmit ihr, so does he dedicate ja, things genau, to her? Genau. So he dedicates to her many of his com compositions. Yeah. When I was a child, I used to call them composements. <laughs> <laughs> I like the word composement. I'm going to write a composement, mommy. Um, so many of his compositions, and does he portray her? Yes. Um, Sogar is... He even, even portrays her. In his tone poems. Genau. Uh, ein Heldenleben. Heldenleben. What is Heldenleben? Ein Held is a hero. Okay, so the hero's love or something like that? Nein, Leben. Life. Leben. Ja, so life of a hero. Life of a hero, of mm -hmm. course. And a domestic symphony. Yeah. And then later, uh, even mm -hmm. in the opera Intermezzo. Genau. In den folgenden Jahren kehrt er als erster Kapellmeister nach München zurück, zieht dann aber nach Berlin, um sich voll und ganz dem Komponieren zu widmen. Right. Um, so in the following years um, kehrt er... So, zurückkehren. Yeah, I was looking to see if there was another part of yeah. that. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, um, zurückkehren is to return. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does kehren exist on its own? Yes, it means to brush up um, whatever uh, rubbish. Oh, right, so phys physically yeah, brushing so die, up. Die Straße kehren. You can't brush up your French or something like that with kehren. Nein. No, so it's Nein. a different, that would be a figurative use. Okay. So we're just brushing up dust. Um, but zurückkehren, zurückkehren to, return. to return. So in the following years, um, he returns to Munich, this time as the first uh, choral director. Um, mm -hmm. But then does he move, mm -hmm. because that's the ziehen yeah. as in 
moving, like Sog that we saw last time a couple of episodes ago. But then he moves to Berlin, um Mm -hmm. sich voll und ganz. Is this to dedicate himself completely to composing? Exactly. Right. uh, Not dedicate. Dedicate is the wrong word. To devote. Yes. To devote his time. Sorry, for us it's the same verb. Widmen, Widmen. sich widmen is to spend all your time on this. I understand. Yeah. Okay. You could say dedicate yourself to that, I suppose. Yeah. 1908 bezieht er mit seiner Familie ihre neu erbaute Villa in Garmisch-Partenkirchen. So in 1908, do they then move mm-hmm. to their own, uh, to, sorry, with his family, mm-hmm. um, to the newly built Villa in Garmisch-Partenkirchen? Ja, genau. So etwas beziehen mm-hmm. means to move into. Right. I was going to ask you about the difference between ziehen yeah. and beziehen. So they move into as opposed to just moving to a town. Yes. Im Ersten und im Zweiten Weltkrieg verliert er beide Male sein Vermögen. So in the First and Second World War, um, verliert er beide Male. So verloren, to lose. Yeah. So both times. Verlieren ist oh, verlieren. der Infinitiv. Sorry, verloren yeah. is the past participle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so verlieren. Verliert er beide Male. So he loses both times his Vermögen. All, all his money, everything oh, he owns. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, his fortune. He loses yeah. his fortune. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aber seine Musik ist so wertvoll, dass er und seine Familie es überstehen können. Überstehen is to survive. Yeah. Okay, so overcome. Overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but his music is so... Valuable. Valuable. Wertvoll. I've never seen that before. Wertvoll. So his music is so valuable um, das, uh, that he and his family um, can overcome it. Yeah. The fact that they've genau. lost their, their fortune. Genau, super. Nach den Schrecken des Ersten Weltkrieges wollen er und sein Librettist Hoffmannsthal den Menschen wieder die Schönheit der Kultur nahebringen. Okay. Um, Schrecken are, is it something to do with the horrors? The horrors. Yeah. Okay. Right. What what's to scream? Schreien. Schreien. Sorry, I think I've. Aber wir haben erschrecken. Uh-huh. Ja, ich erschrecke ist I I got a fright. Right. Ja. Okay. So schreck. Der Schrecken, das ist der Horror. Okay. Is that how? I don't want to trivialize the horrors of the the First mm-hmm. World War, but the the name Schreck. As in the ogre in Nein. the swamp. It's not like <laughs> Nein, wirklich He's nicht. not a horror? <laughs> Nein. Okay. Um, is he called Schreck in German? Ja, natürlich. Okay. Aber es ist uh, anders geschrieben. Okay, yeah. Ja? There's no C in there. Sch- so, sch- Schrecken is S-C-H-R-E-C-K. Yeah. Ja, das ist Schreck. Okay. Um, I remember one of the early reviews of Coffee Break Spanish uh-huh. was... I'm being taught Spanish by Shrek. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off the topic. And as I say, it's, it's not really appropriate to say all that when we're talking about the horrors of the First World War. Genau. So after the horrors of the mm-hmm. First World War, um, he and his librettist, uh, mm-hmm. Hoffmannsthal, want to um, nahe bring and to bring closer. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. So they want to bring... Uh, den Menschen, the people, mm-hmm. closer again. Ah, den Menschen ist ein Dativ. 
So oh, to the to sp- people, they want to bring closer right, so the they want beauty to bring, of culture. Yeah, okay, I'm seeing that now. So yeah? the Dane mentioned to the people, mm-hmm. um, once again, the beauty of culture genau. to bring genau. uh, closer. Sehr gut. Gemeinsam mit Reinhard und dem Bühnenbildner Alfred Roller gründen sie 1920 die Salzburger Festspiele. Okay, together with Reinhard and now you say Bühne frei für Oliveira, so yeah. that's the stage is free for Oliveira, so it's a Bühnenbuilder, a, a stage builder? Ja, also, ja. They design the stage, yeah. a stage genau. designer. Okay. Genau. Mm-hmm. So, um, together with Reinhard and the stage designer Alfred Roller, um, do they found? Yeah. The 1920, in 1920, they found the Salzburg Festspiele, the festival, the Salzburg Festival. Genau, sehr gut. Okay. Auf Tourneen in die USA und nach Südamerika bringt er in den darauffolgenden Jahren seine Musik in die Welt, während sich die Familie in Wien verankert. Right, okay. Um, so on tours to the USA and to South America, he brings in den darauffolgenden in the following years. Yeah. He brings his music to the world. Yeah, genau. Okay. Während sich die Familie in Wien verankert. Verankert. Ein Anker ist etwas, das man auf einem Schiff hat oh, right. so und like man anchor. wirft den Anker ins Wasser, yeah. Yeah, okay, so damit the, man stehen bleibt. Right, okay, so it's a, a, a cognate, it's, it's an anchor. So is the, the family anchoring itself in yeah. Vienna? Yeah. So the family stay in Vienna while he goes off on his tour to the USA and South Africa, South yeah. America rather. Yeah, and verankern means that they are putting down roots there. Okay, okay, so it's so more than just staying. Yes. Okay, I understand. Okay. Gut. Nach dem Zweiten Weltkrieg zieht er in die Schweiz, zieht aber 1949 in seine Heimatstadt Garmisch-Partenkirchen zurück, wo er im selben Jahr stirbt. Okay, so after the Second World War, mm-hmm. he moves to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, but zieht then, aber, ja. Yeah but then moves in from 1949 to his uh, hometown, Garmisch-Partenkirchen, back. So he goes back to Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. uh, hometown, um, wo er im selben Jahr stirbt, so where he dies the same year. Genau. Mm -hmm. Sein Haus ist seitdem als Institut und Museum für die Öffentlichkeit zugänglich. So since... Seitdem, yes. Since since then, then. uh, his house has been open as Mm -hmm. um, an institute and museum. Uh, Yeah. It's been open to the public. Yeah, genau. So zugänglich means accessible. Accessible, okay. Okay, super. Seit 1989 wird jedes Jahr im Juni ein Festival in seinem Namen in Garmisch-Partenkirchen veranstaltet. Right. So since 1989, uh, every year in June, mm-hmm. um, there has been a festival in his name in yeah. Garmisch-Partenkirchen. Veranstaltet, what does that mean? Uh, it is held. It's held, okay. Yeah. By dem unter anderem auch die besten 
neu entdeckten Talente aus dem internationalen Raum gefördert werden. Right. So, in which, among others, mm -hmm. also the best new discovered talent yeah. uh, aus dem internationalen Raum, so in the international domain, yeah. uh, gefördert werden. I'm not sure about this. Yes, uh, fördern, yeah, it's, it's a bit tricky. So, uh, if we look it up in a dictionary, we find promote. Mm -hmm. But it's more than just giving them a platform where right. they can be shown, but it's also supporting them to grow, to develop. I see. Um, so, for example, we often use this uh, for children, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, at primary school, uh, children are gefördert. It's like fostering their talents yes, and yes, so on. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right, so these uh, newfound talents are, are being fostered, are being promoted mm -hmm. um, genau. with this festival. Genau, super. And we continue the sentence. Aber auch etablierte Stars der Opernszene auftreten. So, but also established stars from mm -hmm. the opera scene auftreten. Um, perform. Perform, all right, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So we have both, we have... Uh, new young mm -hmm. musicians that are being fostered and promoted, but also established uh, musicians that just perform. Okay. Ja? Okay, super. All das wird vereint unter dem Fokus auf seine unsterblichen Werke. Okay, so all of this is um, vereint combined. Ja. Uh, under the focus or with the focus mm -hmm. of his... Um, the, the undying yeah, works? Yeah, immortal. Immortal, yeah. Immortal works. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sehr gut. Habt ihr erraten, um wen es geht? So have you guessed who it is? Mm -hmm. Der beste Tipp ist seine Komposition, also sprach Zarathustra. Right, so the best clue or the best tip is his com composition, also sprach Zarathustra, or I think it's Thus Spake Zarathustra in, mm. in English. Die als Titelmelodie im Film 2001 Odyssee im Weltraum benutzt wurde. So, which was used as the theme tune in the, um, the, 2000, the, the film 2001 A Space Odyssey. Wir sprechen natürlich über Richard Strauss. Of course, uh, we're talking about Richard Strauss. Sehr gut. Okay, I wonder, well, I'm, I'm sure you probably did guess who we're talking about because well, we've already mentioned yes, <laughs> this episode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows, maybe even in the title of this episode, we've not set the title of the episode yet, but, but we'll try and make that a little bit uh -huh. more, um, uh, more mysterious. Yes. We're going to take a short break now and we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> The Coffee Break German magazine is just one part of the full range of Coffee Break German resources available. You can check out our online courses, the premium versions of the lessons, which include, depending on the course, exercises, vocabulary, video versions and bonus audio. Or check us out on social media and practice your German. We are Learn German on Twitter, Coffee Break German on Facebook and search for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Okay. 
This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. This is the part of the show where the Coffee Break German listener becomes the star of the show. And this week we have a question about language learning from Anu. Over to you, Anu. Hi, Mark. My name is Anu from Boston. How is it that you manage to keep track of learning so many different languages without being confused or overwhelmed? Thanks. Thank you to Anu for this question. Uh, Andrea, you have learned a number of languages both as a child in school and, and I've also learned a number of languages as a child and an adult. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this. Yes, I think our learning experiences um, have been different mm -hmm. because I had to learn um, three foreign languages at school. So those would be French, Italian and English. Yes. What about German? Well, German I also had to learn at school, but it is kind of my mother tongue. Yeah. So um, we, I would speak a, a dialect at home, but obviously we're exposed to television and mm -hmm. radio and everything in standard German. Mm -hmm. So it is, there is debate on whether it's a foreign language, but yeah. it is, officially it's my mother tongue and it's much closer to my dialect than any of the other yeah. languages. Mm -hmm. So um, we would look at the three languages that I learned as a child and it was very boring, <laughs> I have to say. It. it was word lists and grammar books yep. and not much talking. And um, Did you find yourself getting mixed up between the languages? No, no. It was also because they were very different from each other. Mm -hmm. So f f even French and Italian were different enough from each other to not mix them up. And English was close, closer to my mother tongue. So uh, English was the easiest language. Yeah. What I did then find as an adult, though, I wanted to learn Spanish and I went to Spain and um, I thought my Spanish was decent. And then, though, I went to live in Italy. Uh -huh. And first, a lot of Spanish came yeah, out yeah, when I thought absolutely. I was speaking Italian. <laughs> And when I tried to speak Spanish because I met someone and I wanted to show off my Spanish, uh, there was nothing. It was Italian. It was Italian that came out, yeah. And so I understand the problem of confusion. Sometimes when languages are very close to each other, you can confuse them. I don't know. How do you go about this? I don't know. Just throw yourself in there. Try. Spend some more time with one language until you feel a bit safer in that language and then go back to the other language to the other language and uh, also don't worry too much yeah yeah 
I, I think I always kind of think of myself as a little bit of a language magpie in that I, I go in and out of different languages and then sit in them for a little while and then sort of lose interest a little. And then when I come mm -hmm. back to them, I've forgotten some things, but it very often doesn't take very long to get back into the language. Um, even, you know, a, a, a couple of hours of, of listening or reading, you yes. begin to get back into that language and the things that you've learned previously do come back to you. Um, I obviously learned French at, at school and then uh, later picked up Spanish and um, Italian was always kind of there because my grandmother was Italian, um, but we never spoke any Italian at home. Mm -hmm. It was just there in the background, as it were. Um, so I, I guess that starting different languages at different times helps. Um, because if you suddenly decided to learn two languages at once, that would be quite a challenge, unless they're very, very different. If you were mm -hmm. learning Finnish and Japanese at the same time, you probably wouldn't get that mixed up. But if you were learning Catalan and Portuguese, guaranteed you would get mixed up. Yes. I think um, what you said is right, that if you if you listen to something for two hours, then your mind uh, goes into this language. I mean, sometimes what I feel is, that at uh, at my language school, I have uh, so many different languages around me. Yep. And sometimes I'm not ready to be addressed in one <laughs> language, even if it's German. Yeah. And I don't understand what they say. <laughs> because speaking your language. <laughs> because I expect them to speak another language. My business partner is bilingual. Yep. And if she suddenly addressed me in English, I probably wouldn't understand what she was saying because normally she speaks in German. In German yeah. So I think diving into the language and getting ready in your head and and make your ears ready um, can prepare you for interactions in this language. Yeah. Sometimes what I find here, I think we're probably going on a little bit yeah. too too much about this, but I do love talking about languages yes. and so on. And sometimes what I find is when we're here and, and people are coming into to Radio Lingua and, and for example, Sofia, our, our Panamanian colleague, comes in and I always start the, the conversation with her in Spanish and we chat away in Spanish. But then when it comes down to talking about work things and, and the projects that we're working on, because sometimes other people are involved too, we move to English. So my my personal relationship with people tends to be in the other language, if yes. I feel comfortable enough. But when it comes to actually doing the work part of things, we tend to work in English because there are other people around. Um, but I think it's useful if you can establish the language relationship that you have with people. And some people are really good in the sense that they always force themselves to speak in the foreign language with the person. Um, and I think it depends on, on the context and the circumstances that you find yourself in. Also, there is something called code switching. Yep. And people shouldn't feel bad about it. Uh, I do this every day. I speak to my mother and I say something that uh, happens every day in my life. For example, my son is going to nursery. Yep. And then I would say to my mother, Ach, mein Sohn geht jetzt zur nursery. And that is normal. I was just a bit too lazy yep. to go and find the world in For German. nursery, yeah. Which would be, of course... Kindergarten. Natürlich. Natürlich. Well, I hope this gives Anu some some uh, advice, some inspiration, um, and keep working away at those languages. If you have a question like Anu, a question about the German language, about anything to do with learning German, then you can get in touch with us. Leave us a voicemail. Our numbers in the UK are 0141 416 6880. In the US, it's 347-474-6880. And in Australia, it's 08 
Or, of course, you can always get in touch with us via our website. Just go to coffeebreakquestions.com. We are back with the final segment, the Sahnehäubchen of this episode. Olivera, hallo. Hallo, Mark. Hallo, alle zusammen. Also, Olivera, was hast du heute für uns gefunden? Heute habe ich für euch ein Wort, das heißt Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Wow, okay. So, let's split this up again. Yes, it's not quite as straightforward as the uh, one last yeah. time. So, we've got Verkehr. Is that traffic? Yes, it's traffic. Good. So Verkehr. Then Infrastruktur. Infrastruktur. Which is easy because it's similar. Yeah. It's the same as in English. And then Finanzierung. Finanzierung. Which is also similar to English. It's financing. financing. Mm -hmm. And then Gesellschaft. Gesellschaft. Is that like the, the business or the yes, organization? Or like company. Company. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Gesellschaft. Yes. Gesellschaft actually also means... Um, like a group of people. Okay. Like a um, community. Right. But it's it's also used for like companies or businesses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is the company which finances the traffic infrastructure. Yes, yes, ganz genau. So let's hear the whole word again. Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Okay. Let's split this up again and we'll leave some spaces for the listeners to repeat. Good. Verkehrs, Infrastruktur, Finanzierungs, Gesellschaft. Okay, and once all the way through? Fast? Yeah, no, 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 no just normal speed okay. first. <laughs> Verkehrs, Infrastruktur, Finanzierungsgesellschaft. Okay, I'm going to try this. Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Ja, super. Did I get Sehr all my gemacht. S's in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Ja, sehr gut. Okay, let's hear it once quickly. Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Yeah. Easy for you to say, as they say. Okay, and of course, our, our very important question, wie viele Buchstaben hat dieses Wort? Dieses Wort hat 46 Buchstaben. 46 Buchstaben. Okay, so, so far, we've had Verkehrs, uh, Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. Ja, Finanzierungsgesellschaft. Finanzierungsgesellschaft. Then we had the uh, Fußball Weltmeisterschaftsqualifikationsspiel. Yeah. And then the one before that was about the railway lines. So was that... That um, was... Do you know it? Do you remind me the, the first part. Gleis. 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 Schotte. Bettungs. Reinigung. Reinigungs. Maschine. Yeah. And our very first one in lesson six we had Rest. Rest Mülltüte. Verschluss. Verschluss Versicherungs. Something. Close enough, yes. <laughs> Restmülltüten Verschlusssicherungsdraht. Verschlusssicherungsdraht. Yeah, okay. but you, rem you remembered all of them. Well done. Well, I'm looking forward to the next one in the final episode of the season next time. So until then, tschüss. Tschüss, bis bald.
Andrea, is that the kind of word that you use on a regular basis? Yes, of course. I often find myself, particularly during my coffee break, mm -hmm. talking about uh, Verkehrsfinanzierungs... Nein, Verkehrsinfrastrukturfinanzierungsgesellschaft. <laughs> yeah, as do I. It's, it just comes up every day in conversation. Completely natural. That is where we're going to leave this episode of the Coffee Break German magazine. We hope you've enjoyed it. Of course, as ever, we'd like to mention that there are lesson notes that go along with the, the lesson. So you can follow the text and look at all the vocabulary that we provide and the extra examples. There's also a vocabulary list, which you can cover up with one hand and check your understanding of the German words and then the English words and so on, and some exercises too to help you practice what you've learned. All of that can be found at the Coffee Break Academy. That's coffeebreakacademy.com. Okay, as ever, we would like to remind you that you can keep practicing your German by joining us on social media. You will find us on Facebook. Just search for Coffee Break German. You will learn German on Twitter And you can get some behind-the-scenes photos and language learning content throughout the week on the Coffee Break Languages account on Instagram. Okay, we'll be back next time with the final episode in this series of the Coffee Break German magazine. And we're heading to Berlin and one of the most famous parts of the city. Until then, bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 